Shomrabyog. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collecting Issues, where this week we'll be taking a look at Batman Earth One, collecting no issues of the 2012 series from Jeff Johns and... Oh no! Oh no, what's his name? Oh, you said you were going to just wing it, but you've fucked it. I've fucked it. And Gary Frank. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, Gary Frank. Michael, this is an unusual one for us, because this was brought out in 2012, but it's not a collected issues at all. This is an individual little story, Ben. It was published directly as a graphic novel. Oh, how clever. Benjamin. Yeah. I'd like to welcome the listeners to Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. But we have an extra special treat for them today because we're on our our new sub-series of Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club called Assault and Battery, where you assault my senses with a Batman comic every couple of weeks, even though you know I don't want to see them or read them. I've been sneaking them in, Michael. There's, there's no doubt about it. It's been a very DC year here at the Collecting Issues, the bi-weekly comic book book club. You've been sneaking Batman comics in under my radar, left, right and centre, Benjamin. I tell you what, you've only gone and done it again this week. Another snuck by you, Michael. <laughs> snuck too, by you. It's too much. I've read more Batman comics in the last six months than I've read in the rest of my whole life combined. I think that's probably true, Michael. This This one, largely down to the fact that it's heavily inspired the rave Batman film The Batman by Matthew Mm. Reeves people are enjoying The Batman by Matthew Reeves Benjamin and I tell you what you know what I said to myself when I picked this up what first of all I said that that absolute bastard Colopy if he's tricked me into reading another thing that's going on in Batman at the moment I swear to God he's going to get some comeuppance but then I started reading it and I realised Ben it's not what's going on in Batman at the moment it's even better, Ben. It's another take on Batman's first year as a, as a superhero and the murder of his parents. And I tell you what, Ben, that was something I really needed in my life, was another <laughs> take on Batman's early years as a superhero and the murder of his parents. It's, it's one of those great things, Michael, the mystery of Batman's origins. You know, it's never really delved into. We're not really sure why a grown man would dress as a bat. Yeah. Just in case mm. you were wondering, here mm. it is. Again, I tell you what, Ben, I was furious. I was furious that you hoodwinked me. Because when you said to me the other day, you said to me, Mick, we're going to read um, Batman Earth One by um, Jeff Johns and Gary Frank. And I said, Benjamin, have you mispronounced Batman Year One? And you said, no, 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 it's not Batman Year One. It's Batman Earth One. It's a whole new thing. And then I tell you what, Ben, I read it and it's just Batman Year One again. Yes, with a little bit more realism peppered in there for spice. Benjamin, what has this got to do with Earth One? What what does Earth when you read Batman Earth One, you're thinking to yourself, Oh, this is gonna be some sort of multidimensional reinterpretation of Batman on a kind of maybe unique and interesting new planet. But it's not, it's just Gotham again. It's just Gotham again, Michael. But this time Alfred's got guns. Alfred had guns in Gotham, Ben. He's got guns again though. He was played by Andy Serkis or whoever else played new tough guy, murderous Alfred. It's another noted British actor whose name escapes me at the moment. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Same thing. Come here to me. Look, Michael, this was more from a cultural perspective, a nexus point in the in the cultural zeitgeist, so to speak. Mm. It was important to read. The Earth One series, Michael, since you touched on it there, is quite... Uh, it's been a real hit and miss for DC. So they, they've done... Three key ones. 
Yes. And those three key ones are Superman Earth 1. Oh, yeah. Batman Earth 1. Oh, yeah, and Wonder Woman, I'm going to guess. And Wonder Woman one. Earth 1. Yeah. They've they've stuck their trinity on in there, Michael. Mm. And th- this is, by and far, the most successful of them. Well, look, Ben. For all my whinging, yeah. it's certainly a well-put-together thing. I have issues with it. I've collected some issues because this is collecting issues the bi-weekly comic book book club. I do have issues with it. And my main issue with it, Ben, is I had neither the time nor the place in my life for another retelling of Batman's origin story and the early days of crime in Gotham. I had neither the time nor the interest, Benjamin. But it is well-crafted. It's a well-crafted comic, Michael. Mm, It's well-crafted. I would argue it's not superbly written. It's not, but it is, no. It is well-crafted. I feel that it has the necessary stones to make it a decent little story to cut your teeth on, Michael. Yeah, like, i tell you what I would use this for, Ben. Go on. If I was giving a comic book to an absolute non-comic book reading friend as a little Christmas stocking stuffer. Yeah. And I knew that they were a bit of a fan of Batman, but they've never read a comic in their lives. Go on, yeah. I might give them this. That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be yeah. a nice little teaser. No, not a teaser, because it's self-contained enough. You don't have to worry about what's going to happen next. You go, but, there you go now, non-comic book fan. You have a read of Batman. He's your favourite character, isn't he? Because you think you're tough like him. You like a Batman, my uh, friend. I, it's not you. <laughs> it's not it's me, not Ben. You. I know who Batman it's is. Friend. Come here. Uh, one of the uh, On the subject of it being well-crafted, one of my favourite things is the opening sequence there of of this comic where he's running along and it has all the beats of the classic kind of predatory Batman. Mm. You know, he's running along. He's he's in hot pursuit of a criminal. He's up on a he's up on a roof. There's a steely gaze in his eyes, Michael, and he mm. reaches for the trusty mm. bat propelling thing. Yeah, yeah. Grappling gun. That's Grappling it. gun. That's what it's called. <laughs> that's Benjamin. What it is. Yeah. I do apologize for interrupting, but isn't there isn't Steely Gaze your drag name? Steely Gaze. <laughs> Isn't that your drag name for uh, Saturday Nights? Called Steely Gaze. That was pretty good. That's fucking excellent. That was very good. Talk about Batman more. I, t- I, I tell you what, that is my drag name from now on. It is now. Yeah. Claimed. That's great. It's a great drag name. <laughs> that's, that's a phenomenal drag name. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, Thank Steely. You. That's gonna change. That's gonna change my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but then Ben, the the grappling gun explodes. I like that bit. It only goes and botches, Michael. It's told perfectly because it's playing with that expectation that we've come to to as as one might guess expect from mm. Batman. Yeah, he falls it off. It, it falls off. It has a, it has a little tang. Yeah, yeah. And then it falls apart. So yeah, I, I really enjoy that. I think other sequences are very well told. I think it's a very sinister Gotham, Michael. It, it, I mean, it is, Ben. Um, it's uh, don't mess with the criminals and, you know, they're coming to get you. I have to say, look, yes. for all my moaning, Ben, and there's going to be plenty of moaning in this podcast, Oh, there always because, is, Michael. Because, Benjamin, I don't know if I've made this clear or not. No, there isn't. Sometimes it's abundantly, it's overwhelmingly positive. And then we get emails and people say, this is not what I'm listening for. I was hoping to hear this rent asunder. Yes. Benjamin. Yes. Um, one thing I will give it while I was reading it. Go on. Is I was thinking to myself the whole time, well, this is bloody derivative, isn't it? This is just 
Matt Reeves the Batman again. This is just the better bits of the TV show Gotham again. This is just, you know, bits and pieces of Batman Begins and and Batman Dark Knight again. Mm. And some of those things are legitimate criticisms, but some of those things it predates slightly. Yeah, so 2012 is when this was released. It heavily predates the the Batman by Matt Reeves and mm. there are there are wholesale panels and story beats ripped off from this uh, in Matt Reeves the Batman and yet people Michael have the gall to say that it's the long Halloween that is the most influential comic on Matt Reeves the Batman but that's mm, not people, true people are including you Ben people are including you you said I, I, I think you'll find on our Sherlock Sherlock Listen <laughs> podcast thing that gets updated once a month yeah if even if even that I was, I gave a, a litany of influences. Oh, very good, Benjamin. Yes, there's a bit in this where someone says, "Who are you?" and he says, "I'm vengeance." And then Oswald Cobblepot has a little giggle at his expense. He's like, "Oh, that's very dramatic." That's, that's very, very dramatic, Benjamin. But he says that in the new film. He does, Michael. That's his. That's his thing. I'm vengeance. But Benjamin. Yeah. A lot of that film is about him realizing that he isn't vengeance. At all, at all, at all. Yeah. So is that a criticism of this comic or is that is that the same trajectory the character was going to go on in this comic? I think in this comic, Michael, one of the things I really like about it on, on a couple of different levels, number one, Bruce Wayne is thoroughly unlikable. Yeah, he's a real prick. He's a real prick from top mm. to bottom. Yeah, he's the main prick of this comic. Even as a young fella, he's a bit of a snotty entitled prick. Mm. I tell you what, Ben. Yeah. Let's not lose your point here because I'd like to hear more about this point. Okay. But there are there are overtures, little little undertones, not overtures. There are undertones in this of what of Batman was Spider-Man. Oh, there's there's several little nibblings of of little, what ifs. There's little nibblings of what if Batman was Spider-Man because Batman has never been um you know, it's not with great power comes great responsibility because he doesn't have great power, Ben. He doesn't. He hasn't got a hasn't got a lick of power. And and also, he never learns that lesson that Spider Man learned of ignoring responsibility. Or he never um, he never causes anything. He was always an innocent bystander. But in yeah. this, there's a little bit of an implication that he might have got his parents killed. There's, I I think there's a heavy implication in the flashback, and then further to that, there's a really horrible realization where he's like. Oh, that might have been me. Oh, I might have did that. Oh, that I I done I done gone done that. Mm. 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 And it's anyway, interesting. It's an interesting little uh, borrowing of some of Spider-Man's mythology. Y- yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I I think that there are there are a lot of flaws in in the characters that we meet in this, and I, I quite like that about each one. The, the whole Earth One take from DC. Yes was very much what if things were a bit grimmer and grittier not that oh. DC needs that in their life yeah but the the notion was uh, what if everybody's not great mm, including young Batman including young Batman but Alfred's not great he's a, yeah, he's, he's a, a bit murdery he's a bit murdery he's a bit angry mm. he's a bit unsettled around he's the edges he's got a sore leg he's got a P- uh, PTSD or a PTSD yeah. as I've heard mm. it referred to yeah Incorrectly. You know, Thomas Wayne's a very arrogant man. Mm. Very righteous man. Bit smug. Bit smug. I enjoy the part where he's like, I want Bruce to have a normal life. 
And then Alfred says, yes, normal with nannies and butlers and mm. giant campaign parties. Yes, very normal. Yeah. No, he's very rich, you see, though. He's very rich, you see, and very privileged, Michael. And I think, you know, possibly on occasion, Michael, it's a bit it's a bit too dark a comic. The, the notion, there's, there's one part. Go on. Where Bruce Wayne's being bullied. <laughs> The line is, your granny murdered your grandfather with a sledgehammer and then jumped off that roof. And I was just like, whoa, fucking hell. That's a bit much. <laughs> that guy deserved hell. a punch in the head. It was Harvey Dent, Ben. That it was, was the classic. Dent. Um, it was the classic modern indulgence of everybody knew everybody growing up all, at all times. Such a, such a bloody early, early 2010s fucking... Trope in stories. Oh, they're all connected. Everything's connected. I blame George Lucas, to be honest, Ben. I think he did it. Yeah, I, it probably is him. Oh, look, everybody knew everybody. Everybody glanced off each other's realities at one point. Everybody just knows everybody. There's millions of people in this city, but only about six of them matter. Yeah. Six six people making Six a people matter. Everyone else is just background dressing. Benjamin. Go on. What did you think of... Jim Gordon from Gotham. Jim Gordon. So it's it's hard to deny that this is the exact inspiration for <laughs> Jim Gordon from Gotham. Right, go on. The, as in from the TV show Gotham. I like this Jim Gordon. I like that. One of the things that always kind of irked me about year one is that Jim Gordon kind of rides in holier than thou and he's mm. like I'll never be on the take I'll never you know blah 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 and Harvey Bullock is kind of substituted in this as that character yeah and I like that Jim Gordon is a man who is beaten by Gotham like everybody else yeah and he has a bit of a redemption instead yeah and he earns the respect because I, I think one of the things that we we tend to do with Batman characters, especially, is because they're they have such longevity, they tend to get a little bit of canonization. Go on. And what I mean by that is we we tend to look at certain characters as untouchable or unalterable because they've they're such archetypes at this point. And I suppose the the cop advocate, Jim Gordon, is the original kind of. Gal Friday in the police department. Yeah, yeah, the original kind of one person in the police department who trusts the superhero and works with them. Yeah, and I feel like Jim Gordon was was that big push. Now, there are arguably earlier examples like the spirit. Um, he used to work with his his love interest's father, who was in the police department, but he didn't know who he, he didn't really work with him. You know properly he more gave him cases this is very different um and i i think it's important to to see that relationship on very rocky beginnings the the first it gives him a big punch it gives him a big old decking michael mm. yeah mm. and i think it's good i think they have to earn each other he also thinks that he's the one who's kidnapped his daughter at one point he's like you you bloody leather-clad psychopath. Give me back my daughter. Weirdo. Give me back my daughter, you big weirdo. Which, Ben, you've heard multiple times. Benjamin, <laughs> speaking of his uh, of his weird suit, what did yeah. you think of the suit? I liked it. I think it was gas. I really enjoyed it. Go on. Uh, Go on. The, the suit's phenomenal. The suit is... Just, it looks like a weird latex 
rubber suit that someone's paid too much money for. A bit of a, a bit of real world, a bit of detail in it. Bit of real world, bit too much detail in it here and there. Not a very effective suit, Michael. He's no. still he's still learning to use it. The cape is not useful. No, he he just smothered that man at the end with it though. At the end, not not a, not a cape, a weapon. A weapon. That's what he says. Benjamin, the cowl yes. does appear to be bulletproof though. Yeah, so that's interesting because there's a dent in Matt Reeves' The Batman movie in the cowl and he gets shot directly in the head in this, mm. um, in the same spot, which I thought was very interesting. But anyway. So, Benjamin, is your contention that Matt Reeves' The Batman is a follow-on to this? No, that's not my contention at all. I would just say that Matt Reeves' The Batman has borrowed heavily from this, right down to the Martha Wayne being one of the Arkham's storyline and going a bit mad. Benjamin. Yeah. Are you sure Matt Reeves' The Batman isn't just a follow-on to this? Uh, I'm not sure. I couldn't say. It could be, couldn't it? It could be. It, you could very easily see this as the Batman prequel. You could, couldn't you? You could, very easily. Uh, is there anything in it that... I mean, we don't see Lucius Fox, obviously. In Matt Reeves' The Batman. In Matt Reeves' The Batman. But um, this could very easily just be the the birth of that Batman. I think so. I, mm, I that's think it very interesting, Ben. I think it would comfortably fit as a prequel and Matt Reeves the Batman as a sequel. Yes, because even the things with I Am Vengeance where he's going around saying that to people and the suit colours are the same and Gotham is kind of the same and horrible. Oh, you know what? You know what doesn't work? What? The penguin. The penguin. The, pe- the penguin doesn't quite yeah. work because the, pe- the, 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 the penguin, penguin doesn't work. He doesn't really survive this round. No. That was a bit shocking, Ben. That was good though. I think that's great because the Penguin, yeah, is is one of the quintessential Batman villains, and they're just like, but you're expecting the smug kind of I'm the Penguin, and then Alfred's just like, nah, fuck it, boom, just shoot him, just shoot him out the window. Benjamin, traditionally Batman villains don't die; they don't. They come back again and again. They keep coming back, but he doesn't look like he's going to come back because when he fell on the ground, it looked very sore. It didn't look great, did it? He got a few no. snapped wings there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He gave Batman mm. a good old stabbing with that umbrella, though. I think he did. He got him. He got him good. Again, a great character flaw in Batman that he's like, really, an umbrella? And then he gets got and he's just like, oh, fuck. Oh, I've been stabbed in <laughs> the oh, gut with an umbrella. That wasn't a great move. And he gets smashed in the head by that, whatever. He the keeps getting caught by surprise, Ben. He keeps getting caught by... Because he's young and naive. He's green behind the, the bat ears, Michael. Mm. Mm. Very good. Mm. Very interesting. One of the one of the things I guess my biggest contention with it is Batman's not the savior of Gotham at all. No, he's just a prick. Alfred Alfred is the savior of Gotham technically. Yes. Alfred <laughs> is the, the main character in this. Alfred is arguably the main character in this. He's certainly the thing that pushes the plot forward. Mm. He shows up and he's like, "Oh, I'm Alfred, mate." Oh, I'm Alfred. Oh, I'm Alfred. Oh. Benjamin, there was yeah. a little bit. There was some. Fairly clunky dialogue in a couple of places. Go on, give me um, give me some of your favourites. Well, my favourite is when Alfred meets the two detectives and they say, Hey, now listen here, Alfred Pennyworth. We've looked into your history with the Marines and the SAS and we know about the this thing that you did and that other thing that you did. So And your daughter in soul. And your daughter in soul and your wife and he's like, Thank you for explaining my backstory to me. That's very helpful. Yes, fantastic stuff. Uh, there's there's a few moments of that. There's a few moments of heavy backstory. Um, 
I think when we're also explaining the birthday boy, you know, the serial killer and stuff, is like, oh, say say goodbye to your daughter, Judge. <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. There's a there's a few pieces of dialogue that don't really ring a hundred percent true, but I think that's okay. A little Batman melodrama now and then. You need a bit of Batman melodrama every now and then, Benjamin. Yeah, I've I've touched on him there, Michael. What did you think of the birthday boy? I, first of all, Ben, thought it was just the calendar man and it was going to be an established Batman villain. And so did I, Michael. But it isn't. He's just a big prick. He's just a big prick. Yeah, he's no use. He's just a real bad serial killer, Ben. He's a real bad serial killer. I thought that was one of the most interesting things for me in this comic. It makes it so bloody dark. Mm. And we get to see the thing that broke one Harvey Bullock. Yeah, what, is, what do you mean broke him, though? He because he has a complete mental break when he finds the what we can only assume is pile of young dead bodies. Yeah, not great. Like the and we're led to believe Michael from that little shot, and it's it's only hinted at. We only see glimpses of their bodies, but we're led to believe it's quite a few. Yeah, it's more than one at least. Yeah, it's it's not great. He can't move for cracking, you know, old bones, dusty old bones, Benjamin, dusty old yeah. bones. Yeah, I don't. I didn't understand why he was so big and muscular, because I mean, I think if you're some sort of lunatic serial killer, you don't have the time to be dedicating to bodybuilding. I I don't think so, but perhaps he would bench press all those bodies, Michael. I don't know. Perhaps his dual interests are serial killing and bodybuilding. Yeah, I mean, perhaps, perhaps. Michael, we'll never know. I liked him. He was a. He was a. I I think he's an excellent year one villain. Yes, go on. He's a big challenge. Uh, he represents a very, very twisted side of humanity. I think Bruce tries to touch on it there when he's leaving. He says, evil, true evil. Mm. And you're like, oh, all right. Sometimes we lose with Batman villains, you know, any sense of seriousness. We forget that Mr. Freeze is a lad going around, for all intents and purposes, flash freezing people. Yeah, because his uh, wife's sick. Countless people. Uh, you know, the the penguin is responsible for countless deaths. And mm. this especially. In this especially. The Joker is a madman who murders people almost religiously. He's not in this, Ben. He's not in this at all. And I think, again, that's a good thing. We get a little hint at the Riddler towards the end there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like in the Matt Reeves film, The Batman. Yeah, like in the Matt Reeves film, The Batman, which could be a sequel to this if it weren't for the penguin. Hmm, stupid penguin. Benjamin. Yeah. What are your feelings on the art, the drawings and the pictures? So, it's very... Oh, some sequences are phenomenal. Go on. I think Gary Frank has a very good sense of action and timing in his artwork. Go on. I think there's a nice flow of action to his things, uh, not least the section that we've already mentioned. Where he's doing the rooftop chase. He's on a, a rooftop chase. I think the action sequence with the birthday boy towards the end of the comic is very well done. There's a real sense of tension, a real mounting fear, Michael. Yes. I think where Gary Frank's art might fall down on occasion is actually when the story slows down and the expressions are less overt and a little bit more subtle. Right. He doesn't do a steely gaze too well, Michael. Or if he does, they all look the same. Hmm. Yeah. And that is not good drag. That is not good drag, Michael. The whole point is to get a broad spectrum of the gay condition. Mm, and to be individual and unique, Ben. Yes. 
Um, and that's probably why I had to hang up my boots early, Michael, because I was just too generic. <laughs> and you kept twisting your ankles. Benjamin! <laughs> yes, my soft, delicate ankles. Soft, yes. It's very much comic book art, isn't it? It is, yeah. It 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 probably doesn't hold up if you were to take each individual panel, but it flows well, in my opinion. Who's Gary Frank when he's at home, Ben? What else is he doing? He just he almost exclusively works with one Jeff Johns these days, Michael. Um, Go on. He he does a realistic arts, and people quite like that. He's got a lot of range. Right. Go on. Let's let's put it that way. He's got a lot of. He's got. He can. He can draw you, for example, a samurai set of armor in a bat style. Oh yeah, that was good. I like that bit. Yeah, that's very good, Michael. I really like that because I thought, oh, that that's a very clear reason that you might try and mimic that suit. That is an um, an American man's misunderstanding of um, of a suit of a delicate Japanese inspired suit. You know. Hmm. Benjamin, he's doing uh he's doing Doomsday Clock, your favorite comic book series of the last couple of years. Yeah, so he's good at as a, <laughs> nobody's favorite comic book series of the last couple of years, Michael. But he does a good realistic art. He's got a lot of range. He can do normal humans versus superhumans very well. Mm. He's got he's got that kind of thing about him. It's a little bit stiff here and there. He's done a very unusual comic called Geiger, Michael, which Go is on. a bit like a B movie in in comic book form. And it's about a, a post-apocalyptic nuclear wasteland. Um, and Geiger is the superhero of, of this world. And he's a radioactive man. Oh, right. He's like a Geiger counter. Benjamin. Yes. If I enjoyed this. Yeah. Which I'm not saying I did. Yeah, go on. What else should I read? I'd give Batman year one an L perusal. I, what? I thought that's what this was. No, this is Batman Earth one, Michael. Oh, Ben, I've read Batman Year One, and oh, it just goes to show you, we've both been talking about different comics, but they're so pointless having them both that uh, it made no difference to the episode. You fu- you spoiled all that hard work, you fucker. You see what I did? You see what I did? I've read Batman Year One. What a, what a mis- I haven't, Ben. I've read Batman Earth One. Very I've good. read Batman Year One, Ben. Very yes. similar. Very similar. Uh, hmm. Totally not so much. Perhaps a little less misogynistic in this one. <laughs> Perhaps. Yes, yeah, yeah, because Frank Miller's not involved. Because Frank Miller's not involved. One of the best decisions they made, Ben, was not having Frank Miller involved. Less mentioning of prostitution and how it's actually an enjoyable thing for women There are a to couple do. of prostitutes in this, though, Ben. There's a couple of them, them, but they're they're not having a good time, Michael. No, one of them who looked a little bit like Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's? Yeah, one of them looking a little bit like Michelle Pfeiffer there in the background. Absolutely. Ben, just for the listeners there, we're stalling for time while Ben desperately checks his comic book shelves for something to recommend. All right, good man. Good <laughs> man. Let them, let them peer behind the bloody curtain, why don't Take you? Take a look behind the curtain, why don't you? Benjamin. Uh, if you did like this, if you like the tone of it, if you like the flow of it, Geiger actually by um, Gary Frank is very, very good. Okay. It, it's it's him in his entirety. Um, Jeff Johns helped him write that, and it's it's a decent little read. Now it's very 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 Saturday morning cartoons meets He Man meets Power Rangers, but it's fun. Oh Enjoy well, that fun. doesn't sound like the tone of this at all. Uh, no, but it flows well. It's the same kind of art, same kind of stakes. It's very good. I think if you'd like this, you'd probably like Matt Reeves the Batman. I think you should probably go watch Matt Reeves the Batman if you enjoyed this. I'd imagine that's probably a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Have you got nothing else? 
I'm, I'm having a look here, Michael, and I'm, I'm just I'm just scrubbing the shelves with my eyeballs. Benjamin, what about Superman and, uh, and Wonder Woman year, year Earth 1? I don't actually think they're very good, Michael, and I wouldn't feel comfortable recommending them. Oh, what um, a stance. Superman Year One is written by J. Michael Straczynski. I can never from get his from Babylon Five. From Babylon Five, and Wonder Woman Earth One is written by We Granty M. Oh, We Granty Morrison. Yeah, We Granty Morrison, and I couldn't recommend either of them. I just don't think they hold up very well. Okay, good. Yeah, excellent stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. What did you think of this comic? Yeah, do you have any opinions about it, or is it just another retelling of Batman's origin and first year as Batman? <laughs> Do you have any positive opinions that I can actually enjoy? <laughs> um, get in touch with us in a couple of different ways. You can find us online at www.shomrabeog.com, S-E-O-M-R-A-B-E-A-G.com. It means tiny room in Irish. Sort of a little bit, maybe. You can find us on Instagram at Collecting Issues. Lots of stuff up on there. Almost always updated. Yeah, but you can get in touch with us there. But the best way, ladies and gentlemen, to get what in is, touch with is us it? is what to is go the to way? the original custom purpose for its creation. Discord, baby! Hop up on it, Benjamin, as they Hop say. Hop up on it and get in touch. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't had enough of us this week, uh, you can listen to our other podcast, Sure Look, Sure Listen, where this week we took a look at all things bloody Christ-like. Oh, it was very religious. It was very religious. You can go and catch our, our Sunday service uh, over there. Join us in two weeks' time, ladies and gentlemen, where we'll be taking a look at Next Wave, Agents of Hate by Warren Ellis and Stuart Immanen. Yes, it's like a motorbike starting band when it's weird stuff from the mid-2000s in Marvel. Nice. Yeah. We can yeah. wa- have a look at that next week. No more Batman. I had to give Mick uh, one weird, obscure Marvel title from the mid-2000s to yeah, sate yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, um, to, to make up for this week's episode of Assault and Battery. Otherwise, he would have gone on a killing spree, handing people <laughs> piles of comic books from a pull box and saying, choose a title, but tell no one. Tell no one. Until next week. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>